Welcome back to another week of the AMB podcast. It's your boy, Young Tamarack. I'm in here trying to get my money long like Howie so I can take trips to Maui. You know what I'm saying? I'm here with some good people because my people is never not good. Let them know what it is, Stare. Yo, what up? It's your boy, Stare, back on the mic. It's the super hot fire of Sundays, the guy that brings you what you need on those Mondays because we talking about that pie, you know what I'm Bar. saying? Bars. You know what I'm saying? Man, out there. Um, for the people who don't know, man, this is the AMB Podcast's 50th episode. Big 5-0! So I just want to begin the episode by saying off top, I'm very excited to be at this point. Um, you know, I think it definitely goes to show that me and Alistair have been uh, in here really just locked in, trying to get these episodes out to you every week. Uh, no matter what the circumstances are, whether we got to record on a Friday, whether we got to record on a Tuesday, or whatever the case may be, you know, so I'm really proud of us in, in that regard. So, uh, Alistair, you want to say anything about us making it to the 50th episode? Us making it to the 50 is definitely a milestone. I, like, there was always, like, this vision of us doing this creation, and I'm glad it's really coming to yeah. Also, I gotta give props to my man Bryce, one of the hardest working people behind the scenes that they don't even know about. Like y'all can see me, I'm like saying nah. Nah, you saying nah, nah, nah but I just nah, want nah, you to nah, know, nah, like, nah. just to get our like, I think it was 48, 48, just to get that episode out, my man literally fought a bear, dog. All right, dog. He fought a bear, then while fighting the bear, had to do like three backflips. Like, Oop. I also took a shot of Duce before we started. Then so. he had to solve a Rubik's cube while walking up a mountain. So I just like, just so we can keep this streak alive, because you know. 42 Mondays straight. That's what we do just for y'all, man. Just for y'all. We're going to tell y'all the real story, actually, of what happened. <laughs> but uh, we can get into that in, in a few moments. So, Alistair, man, uh, there's been a lot of a lot of shit happening in general, a lot of shit shaking. What's been going on with you, man? How you feeling? Man, to be here where I am right now, I'm blessed. Not gonna lie. I've had a long, long journey. Uh, got into a car accident. Walked out without a scratch. Thank God. Yes, Lord. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Praise God. I have my debit card stolen. Oh. Still got money in my pockets, though. I got bills on bills on bills. House over my head. I have rent to pay. We Gucci. So just like going through all these trials and tribulations while juggling work, while working on my relationship and all that good stuff. It's definitely taxing, but like I'm ha- I'm always happy to ch- jump on the pod, you know, chat it up with y'all for you. I feel that, man. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Well, I'll be the first to say. Well, I'm probably not the first to say, but I'm glad that you made it out of the car accident without a scratch because like yeah. niggas die every day. Beat, niggas die you know every day. Man. So that's definitely definitely. And that, a blessing that's within that's itself. one of the things like the guy that I like I bumped into. I say bump, but. It was, ugh. But like uh he was like, Yo man, just be just be thankful. But in the moment I was like so like focused, I was like, Oh my gosh, like my cars. But it was like, yo, come in your life. I think that's natural as a human being though. Yeah. I mean, just because of the way we're all kind of wired at this point, we're all just about kind of the monetary value of things and oh man, like I crashed my car, my insurance rate's gonna go up and all that other stuff. But yeah. you gotta think of how much like your life is worth in comparison to mm-hmm. You know the value of your car. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, like it could always be replaced. You know what I mean? Out there can't be replaced. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless, of course, they start like downloading people's memories and then put you inside of a robot or like on a CD or something like that. But I don't think we're at that point in technology. So basically, yes, out there can't be replaced. Okay. But again, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm glad that you made it through. You definitely, like you said, you went through um, a little bit of a, a plateau. But you know what, man? That means your season's coming up. Yeah, so, man. You know what I'm saying? Really it's just gonna flip. You know what I'm really saying? Shit happy. gonna leak. Yeah. How about you, man? How's your... I mean, I'm good, man. You know, um, 
as always, just, uh, you know, trying to hit the gym up here and there, uh, getting some runs in during the week, um, working on transitioning in my career right now, um, you know, trying to trying to get to the bag, man, so I can, you know. That's all you can do, man. That's really all just you can do. start flexing on everybody, so. <laughs> That's the best thing. Uh, but, I mean, my goal, like, in my career transition isn't to flex on everybody, but I just, um, I was at work, like, not a couple, like, maybe, like, earlier this year and it's happened to me a couple times where i was just kind of like damn like i don't want to be here anymore not even not even that it's more so like i really should be doing more i feel like i'm intelligent enough to be doing more um but i wasn't i wasn't doing more you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and whether that be that i wasn't being giving additional opportunities or i wasn't going to seek those out the combination of the two whatever it may be but i just felt like i was stuck i felt like when i first got to my job i was making moves i was progressing and then I like hit a wall. And so I was like, damn, how am I going to get from behind this wall? So like I've been telling everybody on the podcast, I went and got that certification for project management. And so now I'm working on, you know, trying to get involved in actively managing projects. So uh, hopefully that transition continues to go smoothly. Um, for everybody who's listening to this episode, you know, we did a live show uh, for the last episode. Um, and that was really dope. So it's just been a lot of uh, a lot of transition slash, you know, movement that I think um, I'm trying to make uh, and and get into. So and for anyone who checked out the live stream, thank you. Shout out to y'all. And if y'all peep the merch, it's going up real soon. Stay tuned. So I'm excited about that. Definitely shout out to Lord and to uh, yeah. Shout out to Lord, man. Shout out made, to Lord for real. My man held us down, made us look real cute, real 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 sophisticated, real 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 elegant and regal. Nah, I loved it. I, I love the shirt. I mean, honestly, and Lord, I don't know if you know this or not, or whenever you listen to the episode, but whenever I go places now, like, this is the shirt that, like, I've been wearing. Like, the only thing that sucks is that it's white. I mean, it doesn't suck, but, like, if you stain it, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know what you mean. Ooh, I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be like, oh, nigga, you sloppy. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't want that. Like, oh, nigga, you was eating Chick-fil-A nuggets. You got sauce on you? Yeah, I got sauce on me. It was delicious, nigga. I couldn't help it. But, um, Alistair... Without further ado, hook us up with uh, that top five. Top five, top five, top five. Uh, this week, we are going to do top five Chance the Rapper song. Ah! So we are going to talk about the young artist Chance uh, the Rapper. Chancellor. Chancellor. All right, well, I'll just go ahead and hop in, man. Um, I'm going to start with uh, some of my... Songs that I really fuck with from like acid rap, so um, I like Pusha Man mm-hmm. a whole bunch. Um, I like Cocoa Butter Kisses. Oh, absolutely. Um, also Lost uh, with with No Name, and then um, a more recent song, Groceries. I feel like Groceries is just kind of like that crank. Okay. Uh, so I'm at four right now. Uh-huh. Damn. And then my last one, man. Honestly, I'm gonna go with. Um, I might need security. I was gonna say that. Yeah, one. that sample's crazy. That's I'm gonna have to go juice off top. Oh, I forgot about juice. <laughs> I gotta go juice. Oh. I gotta go juice. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, smoke break. The joint with future. Yeah. Okay. That joint's definitely tough. Uh, twenty-two offs. That's off ten days because you know I go back. Uh, I gotta go. It's not a chance song, but it's the chance feature. 
It's the John with Action Bronson. Baby Blue? Baby Blue. I, I forgot about that, too. Yeah, that's shit rocks. you always on I hope you back. work out on Fridays. It's always busy on Fridays, and you never get all Fridays. And, yeah. uh... Just throwing out there, I'm gonna say mixtape with Lil Yachty. Oh, and, and Young, Young Thug. Thug. I feel like a lot of people didn't like that song, man. Nah, I fucked with it. I fucked I with, with that I song heavy. Fuck with it. Yeah, chance, chance, chance. That might have been the quickest top five that we've ever gone through because we got some things to discuss on we this do. episode. So, well, uh, since we're on the topic of Chance the Rapper, we both know that he dropped his album. You know what I mean? O W B U M, which I think is the most annoying thing actually ever for him to spell it that way, but. Um, Chance dropped his album um, And it's been getting a lot of uh, Flack A lot of flack man um, I don't know if you've seen the uh, the meme on Twitter Where it's like <laughs> the Chance the Rapper album And it's like I love my wife I love my wife uh, Praise God my wife's tall my wife's small Let's go to the beach let's ride it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying like that joint is crazy I Actually I was listening to the album And I really I kind of just stopped bro Like it just wasn't really It wasn't doing it for me um, I need to go back and obviously give it uh, another chance because that's not how I listen to it. Chance, but um, um, what I, I mean, honestly, it's what I'm gonna say, and I've always stood by this. I think 22 songs is too many songs for an album, what? and I feel like he missed that. He missed that that window of time where everyone was doing that. So that's that's the first one. Fair. Second one, I just feel like he didn't have a direction with this album. Mm. Like he's literally all over the place to the point where it's like, uh, which one stood out to me? Uh, I don't, I don't, I re- I couldn't even name a song off this. I only have one song on it from my. Um, Is it the first track? No. Is it the one with the baby? No. Nah, that was. And that's another thing I didn't like. I didn't like even when he didn't put his features on there. Well, he doesn't want you to know. You got to listen to it to find out who's on the album. That's the point. <sighs> Nobody has time. Obviously, if you got time to sit down and listen to 22 songs, you'll figure it out throughout the course of uh, the album. But then, uh, I don't know. I just feel like he's made way better projects. But, like, I, like, did you hear about, like, what he was tweeting about? No. So, Chance said that he feels like people want him to kill himself with how bad the album yeah. is. Go for it. <laughs> nah, I'm fucking around. But, um, I mean... Everything you said, 100% valid, especially coming from somebody who listened to maybe like up to track like five or six of the album. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I will say, and I say this about a lot of rappers or musicians in general, um, we need the drugs back. Um, I think when Chance the Rapper was doing Acid and whatever other drugs Ah! he was doing, he was... It was was a whole different type of vibe, a whole different type Mm -hmm. of energy. And, you know, artists can never stay the same, but... I mean, if you're gonna, if it's gonna change, you gotta still be able to create like that high quality of like what everybody's accustomed to. I th- I think it's, I don't even think he has to go completely back to the drugs, because I don't know what his state was for coloring book. But even that was significantly better. Coloring book's okay. You don't coloring book really? Okay. Coloring book's okay. I coloring like coloring book okay. a lot. Coloring book's okay. I don't know. Maybe the it's space okay. I was in my life when I was hearing that, and I feel like that's. You needed what? to hear it? Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the track list for Coloring coloring Book right now, and... No Problems, Blessings, The John with J Electronica Blessings. You talking and about High Great? High Great's only good because of uh, J Electronica's verse. Uh, Actually, no, Chance's verse is good. Chance's verse is too. But J Electronica's verse is vicious as hell, too. 
But I mean, other than that, like, I don't find myself like reaching and be like, oh man, let me go back and listen to Coloring Book. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's just me. I mean, like, songs come on on my phone. Like, I have a good amount of them, like, mm-hmm. downloaded, but nah, it's not really it. Mm, I don't know. Maybe because I just like my music a little ignorant. I agree. But like, a prime <laughs> example is like Gucci Man, right? Okay. So Gucci Man got clean, stopped doing drugs. Some of the best music I've ever heard from Gucci was definitely when he was, you know, on drugs. Um, but I don't think Gucci Man has had so much of a significant fall off between him doing the drugs and not doing drugs to where it's like, oh, like, we not fucking with Gucci Man, you know what I mean? Like, people have called him a clone, but, like, he's even, like, kind of played on that, but, like, no, niggas try to say I'm a clone, you know what I mean? But, like, some of the songs, like, still rock. Like, I Get the Bag, you know what I mean? That, that rocks to like, the amigos, though. And well, I mean, it. still, but Gucci, like, Gucci's, like, you know what I'm saying, his verse is solid. You know what I mean? Back uh, Any feature or anything that Gucci's done has been, like, vicious. Okay. But, like, I don't know. I feel I like... The John, I mean, the sky with Kodak. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. right, exactly. That exactly. rocks. Like okay. that shit rocks. Okay. I don't okay. think Chance Clean has made a song that good. Best life. That's not his song. Best. Okay. He's there. Groceries. His verse is fire on that. Groceries? Don't get me wrong. You said I mean, groceries technically isn't his song either. I don't think. I don't think groceries is like his song partially, mm-hmm. but groceries is just I remember music, which I mean is what Chance the rapper <laughs> makes now. It's just like yo, you, you remember that time like when we used to watch like. Orange cassette tapes, like it's literally is that, and it's not the wrong with it. But I just think that, um, yeah, not all of us really are are here for that or want to hear it. Um, we just I feel like the bars were a little zanier, the raps were zanier when he was like on. It was just different energy. Yeah, so like a different type of excitement. That was definitely my boy. Uh, I feel bad that he can't take the criticism of people not liking his album, but I feel like he needs to get around that. And use it as fuel so the next time if he does come out with something a project a single an ep you need it because i might need security he was on drugs for that that's true that's all, true. The, like that all those little singles that he dropped um he may have smoked a little weed you don't know yeah yeah i don't but uh, you know I but i mean in terms of in terms of like hard drugs like yeah, no you're acid. not doing it anymore because acid acid rap is just oh my god i could go back and listen to that john any day yeah Anything. Songs like Smoke Again, You know what I mean? Like, he was really like <laughs> the Bama who was like. The Bama was just in his bag. Singing, but like not singing like amazingly, but like it was like still really good. So, I mean, either way though, shout out to Chance the Rapper, man. He's uh he's doing his thing. He's a married man. He's got a, a, a beautiful wife, a beautiful daughter. I think they have another kid on the way, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Uh, okay, either way. But, you know, good for him, you know? But the album, I'm gonna have to give it another another listen and give people. My, I actually uh, don't think I am. My reaction. Like I've tried. Oh, so it's just it's a wrap. It's I think a it's, yeah, you. I think it's gonna get deleted off my little iTunes. Yeah, I think I'm going that far to step on that ledge, but you know. Wow! 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 Wow, wow! 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 But since we're on the topic of rappers, uh, I actually saw you tweeting about this today. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think makes up a good rapper? Alright, so, yeah, like you said, earlier today I tweeted um, two things, basically. Uh, the, the list can can kind of get more extensive than that, mm-hmm. but I think at the core, like, just very basic, like, skills to be, like, a top-tier rapper, mm-hmm. number one is if you can rap in a conversational tone, or you have a conversational flow when you rap. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's extremely important, because, I mean, of course, we all sit down and listen to music, but... 
to be able to sit down and fully digest every single word, all the enunciations, you know what I mean? Everything that you're saying mm-hmm. and it feel like a conversation. I think that's an amazing skill for, for an artist to have. So rappers like Pusha T can do that. Rappers like Drake Ugh. can do that. Rappers like Rick Ross can do that. Um, <laughs> as much as I'm not a Jay-Z fan, Jay-Z can do that. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just something that Kendrick Lamar, you know what I'm saying? It's something that places you in a different stratosphere. And there's plenty of other rappers I can keep naming, but mm-hmm. like, you know, um, and then the number two thing was um, quotables or what I like to refer to them as either tweet bars or IG captions, something that people are always going to like, I remember that song. You know what I mean? Every single time. Oh, I know where that bar is from. Like I remember for a good minute, I saw um, people like putting their IG caption is like, I want to go to Dubai. So I don't have to kick it with none of you guys. You know what I mean? And like niggas wasn't even in Dubai. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like, just quotables, things that people can like literally like, oh, I can take that and I can hold on to it and I can apply that to something in my life that I have going on or like on social media. So that's how I look at it, especially like in today's day and age of like making music, you got to have quotables. If there's no quotables, niggas are not going to fuck with you. I hear that, but, and this is just the way I look at it. I think the body of work speaks louder than the quotables to me. Cause like I know a lot of people that can have the one hit and have that, but there's no. It doesn't have that many quotables. The only quotables I, mean, I got it's, it's, Atlanta. But it sticks out to you, yeah. and it's a track that's gonna repeat in your head like a fucking hamster running in a wheel. Like it's just like oh, pin to pin to pin to pin to pin to pin. But what I'm saying is like. The body of work, the the whole the whole song has to flow. The verses, I'm I'm, I'm more of a body of work guy. I'm sorry, I feel you. but you know how I know quotables are important. When you get on the internet, right, and you hear a snippet of a track, mm-hmm. you're usually gonna hear like some of the hardest bars from that track. Or that things is that true. You could be like, but, oh, but the thing, shit, the like, thing, the thing that that's gonna catch me. You got an anaconda with two heads, and like you're saying, like that type of wild the shit. The thing so that's like, gonna catch me first in in the snippet is gonna be the beat, though. That's, that's, too, just, that's just me. That's you. That's you. So, I feel that. But at the end of the day, the rapper's choosing that because the, the combination of those elements are something that should strike a chord with the artist or whoever's the PR for that person or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're picking that for that specific reason. And then if I can add to your list, I would have to say uh, albums or definitely, I think you have to put out. If you can't put out a solid album, I can't trust you as like really having the skill to sit down and be an elite rapper. I don't know if I think I was looking at more of like or, from or like a project a, or a mixtape. You have to put out a body of work. No, for sure, I agree with that. I, but I think I was looking at it more of like a a traits type of deal, not mm-hmm. necessarily like uh, cri- I don't want to say criteria, but like things that you have to do in order to be able to like okay. you know what I'm saying be in that echelon. So, so like, I'm gonna have to say it, then if we're going that route, I'm gonna have to say it, you have to have the character, you have, you have to, to have, have the character. charisma, you have to have some type of presence there. With your with that goes along with your raps that goes along with the quotables. Drake, yeah, is, no, I'm about to say Drake quotables is, and characters. Drake, Drake is a flossy nigga. So what does he do? He's a flossy ass nigga everywhere he goes. He's at the Raptors game. He's flossy with his outfit. He's yelling at. The, I wouldn't even say Drake is flossy. Drake's flossy. I would say Drake Drake's is flossy. just Drake is the guy who you could literally bring to a African graduation party. You can bring him to a bar mitzvah. You can bring him to. Uh, a white family's cookout. And he's gonna he just, wait, he, wait, just wait, 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 wait. He, he fits everywhere. He fits everywhere he fits because everywhere. he's going to. But he's not gonna come chained out. You know. No, what no. I mean? But like, see, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's it's the humble jump. Just like Kayla taught us in, on the last episode, the calm fit. 
So it may look like just a bomber. Right. I mean, but that racks. bomber is still racks. It's racks. It's like, racks. Like, he still got the designer saying, like, shoes on. You know how like, some, like, some niggas will be, like, literally, like, like, and we were, like, like Kayla said, some niggas will be, like, Gucci down to their yeah, yeah. toes. And this shit, like, don't even, like, crack. You know what I mean? So I was just saying in terms of, like, Drake being able to, like, fit anywhere and, like, have a conversation with anybody and, like, say things that will impress, like, your aunt or that will impress your grandma. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. Like, that's what I mean. Right, so I'm, his character. So I got a question for you. Where I'm gonna just throw out some rappers. You gotta check off elite or not. You said to check off what? Check off elite or not? Delete or not? Elite. Oh, elite or not? Elite I'm sorry. or not? It's an echo in my head. That's, That's okay. why I'm like I'm fucked up. But Two chains. Elite. Elite. Yeah. Okay. Two chains is hella quotables. Hella quotables. And he can do conversational calls. So. Okay. Um, fifty. Fifty cent. Not right at this moment, but previously, yes. Okay. Blueface. No. Come on, dog. <laughs> Blueface doesn't have conversational rap, but Blueface he has quotables. Right, but and he has the character. You still have to have. You still have to have the ability to do the conversational thing. What I think mean? he is having a conversation. About, it's just right, not Allison, on beat. What but you, you know, you know, when we're talking about like rapping, like the actual like mm-hmm. art of rapping, not just like creating like hip hop that like okay. people can hear. You know what I mean? But like. Literally, niggas like rapping. Blueface definitely just doesn't fall into like that that category. Like I fuck with Blueface, you know what I'm saying? Like pull up on your block, then I bleed it, slide. You know what I'm saying? Like I I fuck with that. But in terms of like being an elite rapper, mm-hmm. never in his life will he be at that point. So no. There you go. Next quote. Did you see the the top fifty list that was floating around Twitter and everybody was losing their freaking mind? I did. Uh, I got to commend to anyone who does a top 50 list. I'm not going to do a top 50 list. I don't plan on doing a top 50 list anytime soon. I don't have the patience. And I don't know if it's because I'm just a young fan in the game. but Top 50 list is wild. Yeah. Um, It's just I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And then, like, I'm not, I'm not a, a hip-hop historian. To be like, yeah, oh, this person. I've heard like maybe one KRS one song. So it's like, I'm gonna end up putting him low on the list. Then niggas gonna look at my list like, oh, why does, KRS, gonna... why does KRS one even have to be on your list though? He doesn't. I mean, I feel like because in the eyes of the majority and the masses, he's a hip hop historian. Fuck that. I mean, it's just that like the way I'm looking at it is like, okay, like. KRS-One is not relevant to me personally. Okay. Like that wasn't something that but I he's grew relevant, up with. But what I'm saying is he's relevant to rap. It's just like, sure. it's just like saying um, Scottie Pippen isn't relevant to you, but you can make a case for him. I feel like it's a little bit different. I feel like it's a little bit okay. different. I feel like Scottie Pippen. We all know Scottie Pippen is like Jordan's right hand man. You know what I'm saying? Like, who do you know KRS-One as? I nobody. See, that's what I'm <laughs> But, like, I feel like there's other artists that you can compare to Scottie Pippen as opposed to, like, KRS-One. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I feel like that, that like, those dots don't, like, connect. So, we go, we can go even further back. Uh, Bob Cousy. Old-ass name. I saw his highlight tape because I think it's his birthday today. But, like, he, apparently he was nice back in the day. Apparently he's one. Uh, nigga, Jerry LeBron West. will hoop Bob Cousy, <laughs> nigga. That's what I'm saying. Like, that shit not relevant today, bro. Put Bob Cousy on the court right now, bro. Well, not right now, but like not put right old now. Bob Cousy on the court. All I'm saying is smoke. a lot. A lot of that whole right now conversation, I feel like it's different because if they had the technology that we have, they would be 
they would, their game would be completely different. So that's I, fair. But you can't. It's kind of hard. I mean, and I'm not trying to penalize anybody yeah. for being in an error. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be a person who's a prisoner of the moment. But it's just hard for me to make a list and be like, oh yeah, like KRS One is on my list. Like um, Black Thought is on my list. You know what I mean? Like I know that Black Thought is an, an amazing lyricist and, and all those type of things. Like phenomenal lyricist. You hear tons of other rappers talking about like, like yo, like even while yo, one of my favorite rappers is Black Thought. You know what I'm saying? But I don't listen to Black Thought. I never listened to Black Thought. But that's another reason why I probably wouldn't touch doing a top 50 list. Exactly. You know what I'm it's because I'm just not a hip-hop aficionado like exactly. that. But I also feel like, because I don't know that, I can't be an aficionado. It's like, it's like I mean, I yes, but like at the same time, like, fuck you. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and... No, I just feel like, I feel like with the list, it's just, you have to, in order to qualify, like, like, Niggas were even coming at Ebro. I feel like Ebro tried his best to write the jump down. I actually was a fan of his handwriting. It was pretty cool and creative. I never knew he wrote like that. Shouts to him. But in terms of some of the people on this list, niggas were really coming to his neck. And I'm like, he's a he's a DJ. Like, this is his job. He supposedly knows music. But even that wasn't perfect. And I feel like no one can actually put a perfect list I was list only about out. to say that. You can't put together a perfect it's list. It's art. You it's can't. not like, oh, this is the right answer and the wrong answer. Right. But I would say the way I looked at the list, I tried to be objective. I tried to look for a list that had the least objections from me. So it's like, oh, you didn't have... Like, I saw one list that had Jay Electronica. I think Jay Electronica is an amazing rapper. Yes. But I'm not going to put him on a top 50 list of rappers... You're tripping. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So if the list contains everybody, Jay Electronica at like 42, Drake's not on the list. How do you feel? No, it's a bad list. Okay. But you have to have Drake and Jay Electronica on your list. Okay. Do you have to? What I'm list? just saying. The only reason the only reason I'm saying this about Jay Electronica because Jay Electronica is the only person like in hip hop who like don't gotta release like shit. No 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 see like, that's 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 and it's where, like but I feel like that's what and we like have he to has change. respect from people like Hove, and people it, like Diddy. Absolutely you know what I'm absolutely so it's kinda like if we're not having Jay Electronic if on Jay Electronic talking about steps in the booth and puts something out, we're gonna go gravitate towards it. I agree. But what I'm saying is mm-hmm. I feel like like I said originally when we were talking about the elite rappers, I feel like you, you have, to have, have to have a body of work. Nah. Just like just like when people be like three stacks, three stacks. I agree, three stacks is an amazing MC, but you gotta have a body of work. He does have a body of work, a solo body of work. Him and Andre Three Thousand split a, split a whole album. I mean, him and uh, Big Boy split a whole album. Speaker Box and Love Below, and there are songs individually by Andre Three Thousand, and the album he is amazing. A solo jump, like and then all just the like just like done. recently. It's, I'm not. Like I feel like the features are amazing. I feel right. like all his outcast work is amazing, but I want to see a solo Andre 3000 project. That's what I want to see. For me to put him as high as he should. As so I feel let me like ask you this. Let me ask you this. So, do you put Method Man on the list of of like top fifty rappers? Yeah. But Method Man has a lot of music that he made with Wu-Tang Clan. So you don't yeah. count any of that Wu-Tang Clan uh, as a part of his discography? Or... I, it's not that I'm not going to count it as not a part of his discography, but he still has music and freestyles. And no, for sure, for sure. But so, what I'm saying is, for you to like kind of make an exception for somebody who's been a part of a group, no, no, and then wait, not wait, make wait. an exception for somebody else. For for Andre 3000, I'm saying Andre recently 3000 has features. 
Yes, he does. He has, recently, he technically has recently, a, a split album. Recently, Method Man has an album. Recently, as of like 2017, 2018. Okay. There's a there's a body of work. Did you listen work. to that album? Yeah. And did, did you I think finish? it was fire? I thought it was good. Okay. <laughs> what I'm saying is, Andre 3000 individually doesn't have that. Okay. That, so There's a lot of people who would definitely beg to differ uh, based on what you're saying, but... I mean, I feel like it's not hard to see somebody's skills when they breathe on a track. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it doesn't take you dropping 17 songs for me to know that, yo, like, this nigga can spit. And there's, like, nobody that can't tell me otherwise. It's undeniable. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, if you sit down and listen to Jay Electronica's Exhibit C. Exhibit C came out Exhibit when I was... Exhibit C is when an I was amazing in, like, song. When I was, like, when we were in high school, We bro? were in high school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're 26 now. Yeah. You know what I'm... Well, almost 26. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, bro... Like, that song has withstood the test, the test of time. You know what I'm saying? The bars are undeniable. The the flow is undeniable. That conversational flow that I was talking about. It feels like he's literally dropping the knowledge. Yeah. And there's quotables in it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Jay Electronica has all those things. So it's like, damn, because he didn't drop an album, you're going to be like, oh, you're not a... You know, you, know, you know what goes into dropping an album? It has nothing to do with being a rapper. You can't drop all. a mixtape? You can't drop an EP? And that has nothing to do with being a rapper either, Come bro. On, it's literally, there's a whole bunch of other shit that goes into it, especially if you're working with, like, labels and, and all that other bullshit. But, yeah, I just feel like, I feel like it's kind of unfair to be like, oh, yeah, niggas don't got an album, so they can't be, like, they can't be counter added to the list. But that's the difference. That's why, that's what, this list is impossible to actually treat, because everyone has their own criteria, everyone has their own thought process, everyone has their own taste. Art is in the eye of the beholder. That's true, art is so subjective. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it. Man. I am mad at that. I am mad at that. I mean, but at the end of the day, yeah, you're not gonna catch me making no top fifty list just because, like I was saying earlier, I'm not, I'm not really uh, in depth into that, into that world. But um, somebody who's very in depth into the world of uh, sports management is uh, Rich Paul. And as you know, recently there's been some uh, some rules and regulations put in place to block people like Rich Paul. Uh, for those who don't know, Rich Paul is the um, the creator of what Clutch Sports, mm-hmm. and uh, like with the head, uh, partner with LeBron, right? So like the the head, I guess of of Clutch Sports, he has um, athletes on Clutch Sports, such as I think Miles um, Bridges, uh, Draymond Green too, or is it Tristan Thompson? Yeah, niggas like that. Um, and Rich Paul is not a college educated college educated man. He's kind of like you know your classic, yo, I got it from I got it out the mud. You know what I'm saying. I came from the bottom and I used my smarts that I have, you know what I'm saying, to, to really change to change the game. And basically, uh, the NCAA is feeling very threatened by um, an intelligent black man who doesn't have the air quotes credentials to to do the job of being uh, or, or at least to represent uh, up and coming athletes. Um, so I guess how do you feel about that? Also, do you think that um, it's uh, you think of Rich Paul was white? We'd be having this issue. I, I definitely don't think we would have this issue if we were if he was white. And but like, he didn't just take. He didn't just do the back road. Like he literally found the ultimate loophole. Yeah, the ultimate loophole to get somebody into the NBA out of high school For without sure. like like he had uh, Darius Baisley sign a uh, an internship with New Bounds. To basically be their guinea pig, help them with shoes, get your shots up, work on your skills, anything to, and then he got drafted by the Thunder. It's yeah. one year removed from co- from high school. You're eligible for the league. That's what he did. 
And the NCAA was like, whoa, 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 you can't take our top recruits. That's that's what we need. And I think it's definitely bullshit. You had people like Skip Bayless. Skip. Um, who else came who else came on there was like, yo, if he was if he was uh, a white guy, this wouldn't be a thing. Uh, I think Chris Broussard. Like, I just feel like it's people trying to literally just put roadblocks to make hardworking brothers like us look stupid. Or just I wouldn't even say it, to make or, them look or stupid. just to look it's just Ill. to discredit you. There you go. To discredit That's you. That's the word I was looking for. Um Yeah, I mean I think it's I think it's extremely unfair. Um, to be beat. I mean, nobody wants to be beat at their own game, you know. But I would think that if you don't have a machine such as the NCAA, you get beat at your own game. It's kind of like, hey, I got beat at my own game. You know, it is what it is. I guess you know I'll work on something and figure out something new to do or, or whatever the case may be. So the NCAA did that, but they ramped it up and, and took it to like the next the next level. But I mean, to to say that somebody has to be college educated and take an in person exam. And a bunch of other bullshit just to, you know, to represent kids who want to go to the NBA, I think is, is ridiculous. For one, a lot of these kids don't even really want to go to school in the first place. They, they don't just want to play basketball. So for you to feel like because you're a governing body of college sports and you can be like, no, we get to set the rules of what you get to do with your body and what happens with your body and the revenue that comes from you using your body. I just think it's it's another form of slavery. Yeah, because it's bullshit because if the NCAA was looking at the athletes like we're pushing you we're trying to groom you we're trying to do the right thing no they just want to profit off you right 100 percent. like like i need you in march madness i need you in this commercial that you're not going to get paid for i need you to be wearing these nike shoes so you're not going to get paid for. like come on man it's bullshit and it's almost like bro like how much money does like the school need but like greed knows no end so it's like as long as they can keep raking it in, like that's something that they're definitely going to continue doing. But I think uh, Rich Paul being being the kind of uh, smart smart guy that he is, I think he'll work it out to be able to kind of maneuver and you know still be able to um, you know put together a good client list. He already has a good client he already list. Already has so, a good client list. It doesn't, you know what I mean? But, but all all this does is stop them from getting incoming, like into the draft. Yeah. Talent. He can still wait for them after their rookie year, and you can still sign. With right, sports. but I mean, I'm sure, like as an agent, you want to build a certain level of like uh, camaraderie or comfortability. You don't need with, to like... do, he doesn't need to do that anymore, though. His client is LeBron. That's His true. partner is LeBron. So how you want to partner with LeBron? You will be a plus sports. I You'd bet. Be surprised. We, we taking this podcast on the road. Zion yeah. Williamson ain't signed a plus sports. It's because Zion is his own person, his own. And thing. The, these other kids can't no, be their own person. Nope. Nope. I'm sorry. They're not. They're not. Why he, not? Like LeBron James. Zion Williams coming out of high school were technically looking eye to eye in terms of the hype that was surrounded around their name. So you can't say that about any other kid yet. I don't know. I think LeBron had a little bit more hype. I don't think so. LeBron wasn't in the social media age that, as and much. That, and that's why I think it's even crazier that LeBron had more hype. That, no. they, literally, they literally called LeBron the king before he even stepped foot on an NBA court. Nobody said any of that about Bruh. Zion. There's people who who question Z- a lot of Zion's skills going in going into the league still currently. Oh no, absolutely you know because I mean? they're 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 coming with a fine tooth. Comb. Of course, of I agree course. that. But, but I, I feel like I wrong. feel like coming out of high school before he signed to Duke, mm-hmm. I think they were just neck and neck with in terms of how uh, much I to to bring this to bring this home. Let me ask you this: Did anybody ever say that? Zion is the next Michael Jordan. No. 
Cause they don't. But that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And I know for a fact you remember being young, looking at kids, Sports Illustrated for kids. You know what I'm saying? And they were like the next Michael Jordan. Nah, we weren't that young. We weren't that young. When LeBron was coming out, yeah, we weren't that young. How old were we? I think we were in middle school. I was looking at Sports Illustrated for kids at that time. Sitting. I swear. Maybe I'm thinking of Freddie Adu. Yeah, you may be thinking of Freddie Either way, bro. Either way, <laughs> Nah, bro. but like, because LeBron went to the league like what? 18 seasons almost. Yeah, 18 seasons going back. That's 01. No, it wasn't 01. You, man, yeah, go ahead, dog. That's what we need Donzel here to look at the facts, bro. Man, we need to we gotta get a fact. Hey, man, if Donzel don't show up and be our fact nigga, we're going to need somebody to pull through uh, and, and start looking up facts for us. So um, we hiring. All we right, 03. 03? How old were you in 03? Yeah, go ahead and do the math because I'm not going to do it. Uh, 16 years ago? That's 10. Damn. Sports Illustrated. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you told right. you. You're right. I Damn. told you. But, but yeah, I mean, no, nah, uh, honestly, yeah. But, but they're comparing Zion to LeBron. So I feel like the figurehead on top of the league is who they're comparing it to. And I feel like Jordan wasn't even playing no more, bro. He wasn't. That's what I'm saying. No That's my had, point, bro. No they literally set LeBron up to really chase a ghost off breaks, bro. <laughs> like, they didn't do that for Zion. You know why? Because he can't shoot for shit. So. Zion can't shoot. <laughs> That's why. I mean, he's he's an amazing athlete. Don't get me wrong. He can jump out of the gym. You know what I mean? But I just don't think him and LeBron coming out of high school. Nah, bro. Like LeBron had the commercial with everybody in the church singing. You know what I'm saying? Like. And wait till wait till Zion's first Jordan commercial. That's just gonna be fucking immaculate. Shoes are gonna be shitty too. Um, I don't know. They have to be boots because he's a strong ass nigga with strong they ass feet. Be boots? They got like be Tim boots. Duncan type jumps? Like LeBron shits. LeBron's are boots. You ever, uh, play, you ever played in bronze? No, I never have. Okay, I played. But in I've a like few of them. I played in a couple of. Well, I've like worn a couple of LeBron shoes. They be comfy though. I give them that. Yeah, no, they're comfy, but yeah, they're, they're boots. Comfy. They're boots. They're boots. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess. Speaking of support, uh, did you hear about Kenny Stills and his little snafu? Oh yeah, I saw a tweet about that. That he um he basically said that whoa, Kayla, way to open the door. No, nah, I'm joking. I'm fucking with you. Um, but um, yeah, he basically called out the owner of the the Dolphins because he had a, a Trump support rally. Uh yeah. That, yeah, that's kind of. How do you? How do you? Shout out to Kenny Stills, bro. Shout out to Kenny Stills. And you can't cut him. No, he's he's paid. Yeah. Well, you're gonna have to pay him. It's gonna be dead money on your on your uh, on your on your cap. So you don't want to you don't want dead money in your cap. And the Dolphins are trash. So exactly. and I think he might be their best receiver. They still got Devontae Parker. Yeah, but he's just. Yeah. Oh, you never know. Devontae Parker, all right. He's pretty good. But um. Yeah, no, nah, shout out to uh, Kenny Stills, man, because you got to start calling these white folk out, man, for, yeah, for, doing, for doing wild shit. For doing shit. dumb shit, man, because they're doing dumb shit all over the country. I mean, if you're going to support Trump, I mean, I guess I would say, like, do it in silence. Like, like you. Me, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> That's terrible. Um, That's terrible. I mean, I ain't showing up to no rallies. I just think the guy does whatever he wants, and I, I, think, I, I, think, I admire the fuck out of that. I'm sorry. I think by the time we blow up, I feel like they're just going to clip together all your Trump statements. Me saying things about Trump? Yeah. I don't know, man. How do, you not, how do you not fuck with a guy who does whatever he wants? He's like Genghis Khan. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he wants to do something, he does it, and nobody does anything about it, bro. Or they can't, or they won't. You know what I'm saying? So, like, 
to be the Teflon Don, bro, like in real life, and your name be Donald Teflon Don, like, I think that's like incredible. He's a really shitty person, and he definitely and incites racism out and of that's why you a bunch of the white supremacists. But like, wow, like, they tell you this is America. Like, if you want to do something, you say you put your mind to it and you do it, and like. By golly, like Donald Trump is the president of this of this country, and somehow he managed to do it. So, but um, Fucking at the end God. of the day, though, Kenny Stills, shout out to you for uh, calling out the owner of your squad. Most people are not coming at the, their boss and being like, "Yo, you mad racist?" You know what I'm saying? So, definitely big ups to him. I don't know if I would have done it. I might have just shut up and dribbled. Well, in this case, shut up and caught Call the ball. It. But um, shut like you said, it's not gonna house. fuck up his bag. So I think he probably weighed his options, or he didn't, because football players ain't usually the brightest dudes. So they just kind of do I think I think he just seized the moment, saw it, and was like, "Hey, like this is not okay, and I'm not comfortable in this situation." Kenny Stills, a member of the Dolphins. I mean, it's just like the Texans. The Texans owner. He when I heard, uh, I think it was Arian Foster talking to one of his old Texan teammates, and he was like, "How uh, when Obama won, they were having a cookout." In like the the parking lot of the stadium, and everyone's all happy, and then you see the owner drive by, and he told the security to get his own players off the grounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's his grounds though, so I mean he's the owner. He's hating like shit though. Yeah, but I feel him. I would have been mad if a black guy became president too. So that makes sense. Why would you get mad if a black guy became president, Bryce? Oh, cause like racism, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but um yeah man either way like i was saying um yeah you got to expose these folks man so sometimes it takes it takes a certain person to 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 make those moves and i guess kenny stills is doing his like slight kaepernick impersonation with this so shout out to him yeah uh in other news there is a 10 year old who's getting charged with assault can you guess what race he is? Well, obviously, he's not white. Um, he's not from the Middle East. Not Spanish. He's probably a black kid. Correct. Right. We have a 10-year-old from Maryland getting charged. Oh, he's from assault. the home state? He's from, he's the, from home the home state. state. Dang. For assault because of a dodgeball game. So, apparently. Like summer camp? Yeah. So he threw a dodgeball. No. Oh, So apparently the kid they're they're having a normal dodgeball game. Everyone knows the game. Throw the ball, hit somebody. Yeah. Hit the kid in the face. And the kid just happened to have like a medical condition. Where like he I think either seized up or just like had like uh his body went into shock because of getting hit in the face with a dodgeball. And the mom was like impressing charges. All right, so two things. I thought dodgeball was like taken out of like school and like camps and and all that, all that shit. Anyways, that shit. respect. I've just I've always known that they've either changed the name of it and called it like um, rim dodge, else. right? <laughs> so uh, number two, I'm assuming the kid who got hit's white. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna add a third to the list. Um, your kid has medical, I guess, issues. Um, is that something that's been expressed to everybody at the camp? Um, do we know how getting hit by a dodgeball can aggravate that? I would think that if you have like seizures, maybe it's like strobe lights or like a bunch of like flashing things that are coming at you. You on sound like his lawyer, like you're just trying to defend this guy. I, I fuck with it, but in all actuality, with it being 
it, I feel like the camp is liable technically. I guess someone who works in the camp, if you're, if you get caught in that situation with your pants around your ankles, for sure. You're not but I feel to like you sign a waiver as a parent when you um when you have your kids in summer camp, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't think you sign a waiver at first. When you sign them up. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you sign, you give them all your health information, you give them emergency contact, you give them, um, the rights to watch my kid, but I don't think you get a waiver for injuries. That's why they're so... When you get a chance, and we might have to continue this on another episode, but can you bring me, like, the sign-up that, like, they use for, like, a camp or whatever? If you have one available... Absolutely. I'm sure there's a little bit of jargon in there about, like, something that, like, occurs with, like... Um, in case of an injury or like or like stuff like that well and then if 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 it's a private company like the one i work for we're we're assuming liability for that like, i'm sure y'all are lured the hell up too of course of course but like if we get sued but everything else we're just we're, we're just taking care of it right so. okay well either way though man um they're trying to take us back to slavery and i'm saying i'm not here for it free the black kid for throwing a dodgeball hard, it's not his fault that the black man is exceptionally strong and can throw the hell out of a dodgeball. That white kid should have got out of the way. Or sense. maybe the kid needs glasses so he can see balls coming at him. I don't know. Something along those lines. Uh, speaking of getting out of the way, I would like to talk to you about pool party etiquette. I feel like too many dudes is wilding out there with uh, the summer coming to an end and there being a lot of pool parties because uh, I've definitely I been to a pool party yeah I'm really disappointed actually I you've never been to a pool party no I'm talking about this summer oh okay. come on man in my life say. I'm a summer baby man I've definitely had a pool party like for my birthday like say you're missing out on a um, lot but um shout out to all the kings out there man dragging these girls into the pool bro you know what I'm saying ruin that hair you know what I mean <laughs> you gonna come hair. out here if you gonna nah, come to the pool you gonna swim you know what I'm saying you going to swim. Why aren't you in the water? Me? Yeah. I was probably in the water earlier. I dried off. You dried off and yeah. just was like, let me drag you in. Nah, man. You don't got to put your hands on nobody. Keep your hands to yourself, fellas. Don't do that. You're not You're not going to bag nobody, especially you go viral for dragging a chick in the water. You'd be surprised, man. If a girl is like, yo, weren't you in that video? Don't, don't, don't entertain that. But yeah, that's me, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I throw, I throw bitches in the pool. You feel me? Caveman you know said, nah, man. That's, that's not what you Nah, I feel you, though. I'm just, I'm trolling like shit. <laughs> but like, nah, like, it's kind of OD. Like, instead of maybe throwing her in the pool, maybe just like walk up on her like, hey, how you doing? You know what I mean? Like, my name's Robert. You know what I mean? I came to this pool party. You know what I'm saying? They got glitches on the grill right now. You know what I'm saying? I was about to go grab one. Would you like one? You know what I'm Would saying? Would you like, like one? You know, just... you can like, you could, you could be a polite dude. Even though women don't like nice dudes, you know what I'm saying? That's why niggas are throwing bitches in the pool. Because, you know what I'm saying? Women like that type of stuff, apparently. So, I, I could definitely agree. Because if you're too nice with your approach, they'll be like, oh, okay. That nigga weird. He corny. Damn. That's the truth. <laughs> that nigga weird and nigga corny. That nigga weird and corny. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I just feel like if you're at a pool party, I mean, I feel like real pool party etiquette would be everyone should be at the pool enjoying themselves. Like, if you came to the pool party, you should be getting in the pool. But no one like gets in the pool. At black pool parties. Yes, for sure. Okay. That's if true. you've been, and I'm sure you've been to a pool party where there's been white people, white people are getting in the pool they they're and they're enjoying they themselves. Jim, toss the frisbee. Okay. Like, that type of deal. You know what I'm and saying? Jumping like, into the pool black with people, it, yeah. it's pretty much just all Hennessy and nobody getting in the pool. 
and then a fight breaks out, and then we all got to leave the pool. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm just, I, I'm not a fan of that. And as you can see, there's videos online with dudes dragging women into the pool. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's just not a good look. Like, maybe white people do that type of stuff, but you know what they're not doing? They're not recording and putting it online. They're enjoying themselves at their pool party and having a good time. When Billy throws Cheryl into the pool, she's coming out of the water and saying, ah, good one, Billy. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's do, Pass me let's some do a potato salad. Let's do a with some raisins in it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I actually asked a person about that um, who was white, and she said, why would I put raisins in my potato salad? I was very proud of her, but... I think she was lying to you. No, I don't think she knows anything. She's not, like, like very, like, black Twitter involved. So, like, when you I asked her, gotta like, be, You don't got to be black Twitter. That, that to was, know the joke about raisins? I think that started with Saturday Night Live. Right. But the clip was taken, and then we saw it oh, circulated okay. all through black Twitter. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah, man. I think etiquette at a pool party should simply be uh, come to enjoy yourself. Um, keep keep your hands to yourself. yourself. Unless maybe you cast in some slight twerk. So then you, so you might need to throw some hands on the waist. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? To keep your balance. Um, but, yeah, man. Swim. You know what I mean? Enjoy yourself. Conversate. or I mean, sorry. Have a conversation. Um, shit like that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Um, just random because I saw this video on Twitter yesterday. Uh, would you let a girl choke you out with her thighs? I gotta pass out. Yeah. Fuck. Um, it's a tough question to answer, Alistair. Only <laughs> if it's Megan the Stallion or okay. girls with comparable thighs. Because apparently that's the new trend. A fetish that just popped up. Niggas I mean, erotic asphyxiation's kind of been a thing for. Nah, for the, a while. but I feel like this is just like, like you're li- like you're not even beaten. You're just getting choked out. Sure. I mean, what if I like? Wait, that's all I'm doing. I'm just getting yeah, choked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Like you're just getting choked out. You. Oh. You got paid to show it. Like I said, yeah, if it's making a stallion, yeah, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely down. I'm definitely down. Ah, oh, man, yeah. I tell my niggas, but man, that bitch making choke me. Nigga, that shit was lit. Nigga. That shit was crazy. I don't know. Would you do it, Alistair? I'm good. I've been choked out before. It's not cool. It's not fun. I'm, I'll pass. Like, choked out with thighs? No. Oh, okay. I was about to be no. like, whoa, Alistair. Tell us more. <laughs> what, have you, what, have you get, what have you been involved in? Nah, I actually got choked out by Drew Brown. Almost, almost, I was like fading. I was like, <gasps> yeah, I've never been like choked to the point of like See? passing out. It's not fun. It's not nah, fun. Doesn't sound like it. Yeah, everything goes real fuzzy. I believe it. Yeah, I don't know how Donzel still here. I don't mind that fuzz if it's Megan Styles though. Mm. I wear them thighs like a coat. God damn. Or a mm. scarf. Or some earmuffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm glad we can have these chats. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm always glad to be uh, to be doing the podcast because, like, I always tell you, man, I wasn't uh, I wasn't sure about doing the podcast. I was just like, man, like, what are we gonna talk about? Like, we got the fifty. You know what I'm saying, so yeah, we got the fifty episodes, man. I think, um, I mean, there's still a lot of growing to do, a lot absolutely, of stuff that we, that, you know, that we can enhance and work on, tweak. Um, but I think that we're on a we're on a pretty solid path, um, and I think. If we keep going, you know, we'll be able to definitely uh, accomplish some some things with this podcast and 
and uh, make some make some really good connections. So, um, with that all being said, I'll say, man, is there anything uh, that you want to leave the people with, or anything uh, you want to say before we get out of here? Um, I would like to say for this week's there's greatness. Uh, never forget who's coming with you, uh, because the people around you are the people that are going to support you. Hopefully, you know you got some real people in your circle, and uh, make sure that. You watch the company you keep because, like I said, the people that are around you, they need to be supporting you. They need to be pushing you to be great because if they're not and they're dragging you along and they're dead weight, you got to cut them off because you're not going to go nowhere. You're not going to be able to fly. So, yeah. Uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter, Dr. Underscore Do Work, Dr. Underscore Do Work on Twitter, IG. Make sure you follow the podcast page, A-N-B period podcast, A-N-B period podcast. Uh, I'd like to give a special shout out to everybody who supports this podcast. Special shout out to everyone who listens weekly. Special shout out to my family for tuning in. You know, shouts to Tone. You know, I see you, TJ, Ashley, all y'all. Because we wouldn't be at 50 if it wasn't for y'all supporting and giving me the confidence to, like, you know, keep coming up on these mics. So, yeah, that's for you. What you got, Bryce? Um, as always, man, I'm here to undo all the uh, the positivity <laughs> that Alistair brought about. Not that I don't like positivity. I'm actually a very positive person. Um, but what I will say is, um, as always, um, ladies, I know that y'all are out here really making y'all moves, doing your things. Um, but I just want y'all to know that uh, steak and lobster is, uh, is, is what I'm worth. Um, and if you take me out for that, you know what I'm saying, I'll be having panty pie for dessert. You know what I'm saying? So, a Podcast, thank you for listening. Your boy, Young Tamrak. Follow me, Y-O-U-N-G-T-A-M-A-R-A-C-K. Twitter, Instagram. We got merch coming soon. We got some dope shirts. Once again, shout out to Lord. Um, live episode coming out. There's going to be some videos to come along with that soon. So, to, uh, tune in to the IG. Um, and, man, I just appreciate my co-host, man. And, uh... And him, you know, putting us on this path to, you know, create this this art and content for y'all. So, And I told y'all niggas, Lloyd Harvey was dating Diddy, dog. Stay tuned, because I always got that hot for you, dog. TMZ, you know who it is. Ah, ah. AMB Podcast. Peace. Dude. <laughs>
Bullshit. 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 Bullshit.